presentation. Um, Chair, firstly, I'd like to pass on the apologies um, from our the leadership from the department. Um, what we'd like to do is to present just we had to do on the APP. Um, and these were brought upon chair with regards to a revised model. Um, next slide, please. I'd like to just give the, the background framework to just indicate that when we, we now acknowledge that we are actually midway um, in terms of the MTSF um, and we needed to make sure that we um, prioritize those, those targets that will also support other programs within the MTSF. I'll give you an example, Chair, that I think under COVID, we saw the enormous strain of ensuring that as a country, we cannot deal, do without connectivity. So initially, while this project was planned on over a 10 year period, we then had to revise our SA Connect to ensure that we're able to achieve 80% broadband connectivity by 2024. Um, equally, Chairs, you would know that there was an announcement with regards to the broadcasting digital migration, and it was going to spill over to 2023, and we then had to bring it forward in as far as concluding um, on the broadcasting digital migration. Um, there was also part of then ensuring that you do broadband rollout and with, with regards to the spectrum auctioning um, that successful that was successfully um, concluded, we need to ensure that we also have a rapid deployment um, guideline as well as policy in place to then ease um, the burden with regards to um, access to infrastructure to enable then a rapid deployment. And it was, it's based on these chair that we thought we needed to change um, the, our APP target. Equally, Chair, I must also indicate that the environment has still remained difficult for us in as far as the dependencies. And we've seen, for example, I think the Office of the Chief, Chief State Law Advisors, um, they were under enormous constraint under the COVID as they had to prioritize in the main um, the disaster management um, provisions as well as acts, and therefore there were delays with regards to our our own bills um, amendments, and therefore we needed to ensure that we look at their revision. And then lastly, we were we took cognizance of the fact that as a country, whilst we want to raise investment, we needed to ensure that we do not provide confusion um, with regards to our international investors and potential partners. And therefore we took the decision to say, we will reconfigurate how then our investment lobbying is and rather collaborate um, with the presidency, um, the TIC, in as far as the hosting of the SA investment um, conference. So, Chair, these, these, pro, these provisional changes in the APP, we have factored them in. I would like to also indicate that the success of our revision in terms of the strategy um, approach, as well as the targets themselves, 
meant that we are revising down the targets from 41 APP targets to 35 um, in the main. And with that, Chair, I would like to with um, take the, put, um, the select committee through then the changes that we have made in greater details. May I then ask if we could move to the next slide, please? I will, I will talk in greater details with regards to the business case, but these are the ones, as I said, that also rely heavily with regards to that we needed to get the concurrence of the National Treasury, um, DPSA, and also the state law advisors, and therefore that those led to a delay um, with regards to that. The approach, as I said, with regards to SA Connect, as well as the broadband um, digital migration, broadcasting digital migration, my apologies, um, are then the, 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 the revised targets that I will also talk to in, a, in the actual details of the presentation. Next slide. So if then I could just quickly highlight um, in as far as the various um, outcome, with regards to the first outcome on transformed um, digital society, the original target was speaking to the operationalization of the BRICS Institute for Future Networks, um, which we were facilitating. Um, honorable members, um, in this regard, we, were, we had identified CSIR as the temporal designated entity. However, CSIR came to us with a bill of 23 million in the first year. And then in the outer years, looking at a 41 million um, operational budget, to which then we, this was not allocated um, in our budget. We then required us to have a revised strategy in the approach. I'm happy to indicate that we are collaborating with our state-owned entities, but we also had the University of um, Guazul-Natal as well as UJ coming on board then offering to say, in as far as the artificial intelligence, they are willing to collaborate with the department, that is UJ, and the broadband infrastructure rollout, as well as cybersecurity, UKZN will work with our implementing entities um, in as far as the coordination of that work. So the target has now been revised. And then similarly, as I spoke about the ICT investment conference, what we then talk about is ICT investment initiatives um, that will contribute to the ICT investment um, conference. I'm happy to indicate, Chair, there, there that we had a successful um, ICT investment um, forum where our stakeholders um, came on board and they indicated the various initiatives in as far as expansion of digital infrastructure in the country, as well as building on the platform industries and also the digital technology. Next slide. The, uh, the next outcome targets um, speak to an enabling digital transformation. And these basically from the department's perspective is formulating the relevant policies as well as strategies that will be responsive in terms of the new environment. In this regard, um, honorable members, um, the South African Post Office Amendment Bill 
Um, initially, this was supposed to have been submitted to cabinet for introductions to, to parliament. And as I indicated that due to the delays that we encountered, um, what we then revised was to say in the first year, we are going to submit um, and engage extensively within government as well as the relevant and entities. And then we'll submit this to cabinet um, for public consultation. With regards to the data and the cloud um, policy um, in terms of its um, approved approval as well as monitoring, we this has been what the revised target talks to the data and cloud policy being developed as well as being submitted um, effectively so. There's no changes with regards to the business. In fact, what we on the business case for the regulatory uh, bill, the approach that we took was then to say, let us get the inputs from the relevant um, entities. In our space, um, honorable members, we've got three entities um, in the regulators um, who, who, are dealing, who are dealing with regulatory oversight. This is namely the ICASA, the FPB, as well as .zna, which is the registry. We've requested inputs from them towards then the formulation of the business case, but we felt that this work, whilst it is critical as part of the reform of government, because of the extensive external dependencies, both in terms of the regulatory reform, um, the, 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 the other bill that also talks to the state digital infrastructure as well as the state digital services. We then felt that it was important that perhaps we then put that work within the business plan and not necessarily within the operational plan. So we are working with our state-owned entities together also consulting um, the Department of Public Enterprises who are then the main custodians driving the issues of the reform of our state-owned entities. The implementation of the digital economy uh, master plan. Um, this one, we the, the 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 what we've got an integrated report on the digital master uh, digital economy programs that have that we're developing. Um, the we in this coming. Um, financial year, honorable members, we then decided that prior to us talking about or formulating the digital economy master plan, we need to conceptualize it through a framework, a country framework. So there is now going to be a new target in the new APP that then talks to the, the, the formulation of the an overarching um, countrywide digital economy framework. And then on the ICT SMME, um, the cabinet took, maybe say cluster took a decision to then say, there is no need for, because this is a, the work within our terrain and mandated powers being mandated to the minister. And therefore it only lies with then approval by the, by the Minister of Communications and Digital Technologies. So the revised target then talks to, instead of it being submitted to cabinet, is that it will be submitted and it has been submitted to the minister um, for, for approval. <clears throat> There's ongoing work, um, honorable members on the cost to communicate. Um, 
owing to the issue of the, the spectrum auctioning that's currently that had taken place, we then thought that, and we're introducing new social obligations to the operators, that this work then would defer it and we would look at rather the monitoring of those social obligations um, together with ICASA in the new financial year. On the white paper uh, on audio and audiovisual content, um, the, again, because this is the work that is mandated to the minister um, as then the, the cabinet executive, we then had to revise it as such to then say it's the minister, um, as it will be for the minister's uh, approval. The ECA amendment bill, um, similarly, because there's still quite a number of extensive areas of the amendment bill, um, instead of us then submitting part, part uh, portions and parts of the amendment, um, for now we then took the decision that the ECA amendment bill will be submitted to the minister until such time that all other areas within the amendment bill um, and, and have been factored into, and then we will submit a holistic um, revised um, ECA to, to cabinet. Um, then for onward um, transmission. And then similarly, um, there was, uh, as you would know, we agreed and there was an adopted country report on the 4IR. And we were tasked therefore to come up with a strategic implementation plan. Um, and this implementation plan has been developed and has been submitted to the minister. Owing to the fact that the actual implementation um, of it is being done by the relevant departments, entities, and structures. Um, ours then going forward would be just to monitor um, those programs and then submit an update. We do provide honorable members just for your assurance, a quarterly update um, to the class government cluster in terms of the DG's um, foresight as well as the, IC, the, the DG's clusters. And, um, and but we, we rely therefore on those relevant government departments and entities to submit the progress report um, in their respective areas. We've introduced, as I indicated earlier, a new target in as far as the digital transformation policies. This is one of the key reforms of government um, and it's actually one of the priorities that have been listed um, under the presidency as well as operations within Canada. And this is the rapid deployment policy. And this we therefore have introduced as a new target um, in our APP and work has already commenced. The rapid deployment policy has been finalized and will, has been submitted um, to the minister. The next slide, please. On the next outcome, um, third outcome on the increased access to secure digital infrastructure. Um, honorable members, we had three targets related to the SA Connect or Connecting South Africa. And these were basically looking at the funding, um, sourcing funding um, for the phase two, um, looking at establishing therefore afterwards a project management office for the SA Connect um, phase two. And then we were also going to look at exploring various um, funding options in as far as ensuring connectivity um, to the households or to communities. 
Um, we there was we we had done extensive work in this in this regard, and we came up with a revised essay connect model. This was submitted to cabinet. This was part of the reason why that led to us having to revise our APP, because in the in the approved cabinet model and implementation plan. Um, the department therefore remains then the authority in as far as executing. And we've also established a steering committee instead of a project management office. And that steering committee is actually led by the minister and convenes therefore the meetings um, in as far as monitoring the execution of the SA Connect um, phase two. So the target has been revised and we basically compressed the three elements into one. Um, then the on the operation operations of the digital transformation center, honourable members, you will recall that in 2018 um, we undertook to commit to establish um, a digital transformation center. Um, this is basically a point where we're going to build in terms of our capabilities. But owing to when we then reflected in as far as the work that is being done more especially by the CSIR in, the, in terms of the, 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 the WEF4IR center. We then took the decision to say that as government, owing to the limited resources that we have, we should not duplicate and therefore exhaust our resources and we should channel it into one. So the department is collaborating with um, DSI as well as CSIR in, in as far as coordinating the work under the WEF4IR. Honorable members, once again, under the the Broadcasting Digital Migration Program, we had two targets um, in the department, and these were related to installation, as well as then the, ensuring that the indigenous households receive the necessary device. But initially we said it was a voucher that will enable them to go and get the necessary device. We then um, looked at the model itself and came up with a revised implementation model um, for the broadcasting digital migration. And in this regard, we agreed that for the targets, we needed to look at the, the APP target. And because we had agreed on a, a model that will say, con consist of a private and public partnership, but also, at the time, as you would know also, the, that there was a dispute um, between the, the ETV and the Minister of Communications. We could only be responsible for the, what we were in control of, and it was what the SABC cites. Um, and therefore, the target was then revised to then say it's a switch off of analog television transmitters um, coordinated across all provinces, and these were mainly in reference to the SABC um, site. There is no new or revised targets um, under the outcome, um, um, the last outcome of the high performing portfolio to enable the achievement of the respective mandates. They remain the same. Um, next slide, please. And as I indicated, um, honorable members, what we then what, what is then the outcome of the revised APP is that we now have 35 
targets instead of the 40, 41 targets. And these are basically um, expanded on in terms of outcome one on the digital transformation policy and strategies. In total, we have 13 targets. I think the outer uh, slides speak to that. Outcome two, we'll have five APP targets, whilst outcome three on the digital transformed society has four. And then the high performing portfolio um, then only has 13 APP targets, which basically no changes were made to them. With your permission, um, Honorable Chair, I'm going to request that we skip over um, the, the next slides because they basically are um, still there for reiterate um, what I had highlighted earlier. And then I'm going to ask the CFO, um, Ms. Joy Masimula, to then take us through the financial information. Thank you. Thank you, um, ADG. Um, Honorable members, good evening. Um, I will take you through the adjusted uh, budget over the MTIF. Um, uh, Chair, the, the, adjust, the adjustment budget was adjusted to 8 billion for 2021-22 financial year. Um, it was coming from uh, the initial budget of 3.6 billion. So um, there were an additional 3.9 million uh, that was allocated to the uh, compensation of employees for salary adjustments, as well as the 200 million allocated under the goods and services for the broadband access fund from the presidential employment stimulus funds. Next slide. And then chair, these are the uh, transfers um, that um, have been allocated uh, to the entities. And during the adjustment budget, the department um, um, uh, realized some savings and, they, we, and then we transferred those savings of 15 million to SAPO to assist SAPO with the uh, financial pressures that they are currently facing. So there is there's also towards the end of the financial year, we also did the very same exercise to ensure that at least we assist support in this regard. So the total of the transfers um, chair amounted to 2.9 billion. Thank you very much, chair. Honorable Chair, I would like to hand back to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a, a, a presentation. Colleagues, this is the presentation. Honorable Modise. Honorable Anot. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Uh, on the slide, the last slide when the CFO was presented, she mentioned that they transfer money to SAPO uh, towards the end of financial year. Why they are transferring money uh, towards the financial year? 
because if uh, they send, I mean, transfer money on time, the SAPO will be able to uh, run the errands of the entity, uh, especially like she mentioned that SAPO had a serious crisis, a serious problems that are occurring in that uh, post offices. Uh, now, if they are sending, it it looks like uh, they uh, they didn't spend. Now it's a physical dumping to SAPO. What are they going to do? Because if it's already late, uh, uh, what what they are going to do with the money? Because uh, that money it will end up being taken back to national treasury because they are not going to use it unless they can tell us that that money before they transferred it, SAPO had committed committed that money. Okay. Thank you very much. For now, I'll come back later. Thank you, Honorable Modise. Honorable Anot. Thank you, Chairperson. Sorry for not putting on my video. Um, Chairperson, yes, uh, um, thank you for uh, the presentation on the revised 2021-22 annual uh, plan of the department. Chairperson, I, I want to do a follow-up uh, on this 15 million um, that was identified from savings, because if, if uh, 15 million was identified, we want to know where, because somewhere, uh, a project has to be um, um, not been attended to in terms of the 15 million. So we need to find out uh, in terms of the savings where that 15 million came from. I, I didn't hear uh, properly, so maybe they can just give us clarity in terms of that. And then the other thing is, Jefferson, it is nothing, it's, there's no problem to come with a revised um, um, uh, targets. That's, that's fine. But why are the department now coming to us and say that uh, the revised ICT SMME development strategy is going to be submitted now to the minister? Previously, it was the cabinet. Was they not aware that um, they don't have to go to cabinet? Uh, it is It can only go through the minister. And so is it for all the other uh, policies and strategies um, that is now been revised. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, DG. Uh, also address the issue of some immediate challenges that you think you want to bring to the attention of us as the relevant committee so that we must not rely on the snippets that are on the media uh, taking advantage of this opportunity. But uh, let me afford you the opportunity to respond to the question, Tichi. No, Chair, before that, before that, Chair. Okay, uh, Honorable Dice. No, uh, I, this thing of uh, switching off to, from digital to analog, uh, I just want to know, did uh, they inform all the communities? Uh, 
that uh, one day the, the TV, not recently, not recently, because recently, yes, I can hear the ministers talking and talking. What about people that are in the rural, rural area that uh, sometimes they don't even have TVs? I mean, they don't even listen to the news. Uh, sometimes they just look, the, uh, they don't have time for news. They just uh, uh, look for some uh, something in the, uh, on, on, on TV, but not news. Uh, did, uh, are those people, they were informed about switching off if they are no, or uh, the other thing, because even if they can look at the news, sometimes the news, uh, they, uh, they, they, are, they were speaking in their uh, English language and other, the, our oldies, they don't understand English. Some of them, they don't understand English or other language. Did they make sure that they go down to the rural area they teach them what are they going to do. I mean, uh, what is this uh, uh, transi- transiting from anal to uh, 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 this thing uh, to switch off? And they know about it. So my worry is most of the community, when we, uh, for example, when we do uh, our constituencies, when you tell them about the switching off, uh, they don't understand what are we talking about. So what what did the department do to inform the community? Thank you, Honorable. This uh, DG, the issue of analog uh, to digital. Uh, uh, over to you, DG. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Honorable Chair, and thank you to the Honorable Members. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity, Chair, just to also clarify some of the issues that are in the environment. Um, Honorable, Honorable Modisa, the first question, um, if I may respond, the, the transfer that the CFO was, re, uh, was referring to was over and above um, their, their, their normal transfer. This was a request from SAPO owing to the financial um, crisis that SAPO was in. Um, it, is, it is acknowledged that um, SAPO has, is owing its debtors. And in fact, there was then obviously threats with regards to some of the post offices um, being closed and also the owing of um, the to, to other statutory um, um, bodies, which were also critical um, in the main, namely um, SARS, I think it was, the, the medical um, aid, um, uh, pension fund, as well as um, the telecom in terms of the connectivity. So this, this transfer was an over and above additional request. And um, so we've, we've then made that particular transfer. The savings, um, Honorable um, Arnold, I want to give an assurance that this was savings from um, your goods and services in the main it was from travel um, as well as other areas that I think the CFO can come in and so because we've been on lockdown 
um, as you would know. Um, so our traveling has been restricted. Unfortunately, the, the circumstances that happened also in parliament meant that we were having our meetings virtual. So these were costs that were calculated that we knew were, were normal. But then in the midst of then both COVID as well as I said, the, the unfortunate incident that took place in parliament. It resulted therefore in these savings that we could then then um, re reallocate and to assist um, SAPO. So I just want to give the assurance that it is certainly not um, fiscal um, dumping. Um, then the the issues with regards to the other question that Hon Honourable um, Arnold asked about whether when did we know. Um, Chair, it, it, you know, the processes for us is that when we when we are going to do a a, a, a changes either in a policy or a strategy, in the previously, as you would know, hence we took the assumption of saying that we take it to cabinet. But there are governance structures that we have to take it through. Um, mainly, as I said, under foresight, which is then the clusters. It is at the cluster level um, that we will be informed then that the colleagues will say, no, this does not have an impact with regards to other, another particular government department. Or secondly, if it is about the request for additional funding, um, there is a separate process um, that one has to undertake at the budgetary um, uh, process, and we must just consult National Treasury. So we were then redirected to then say this particular, um, these, pol these strategies and policies, owing to the fact that all of them are basically a reintroduction. ICT, the ICT SMME strategy was already adopted in 2018, and therefore these are just mere refinement and improvements to that. Um, and, 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 and then similarly to, to, to the others, that it was then, um, we were then being redirected to then say we should rather um, the minister signs off on it, and especially if if at all in the terms of the consultation or the drafting, we did consult the relevant department and they were satisfied as such. Um, Chair, the, the issue with regards to the BDM, and I'd really want, I welcome the, 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 the question by Honorable Modise. Um, Honorable Modise, we, the, the awareness program, um, community awareness and um, uh, program that we, we undertook, I think it dates back as far as, um, well, at the, at the commencement <clears throat> of the project around 2008, we established a various forums um, or steering committees that involved all the broadcasters, um, that involved even um, civil society because we needed to have the representative of them. But subsequently thereafter, we took the same acknowledgement and cognizant of the fact that the people who are going to be most affected um, are your households or the individuals. So we've been on the awareness program since 2014, my apologies, we started off by um, working with um, COCTA in as far as working with the EPWU uh, members, um, as well as um, the um, SALGA and um, the councillors. So, and we, we still, we ran out of funds in as far as the funding of the EPW, but we then employed what we call district 
our district coordinators. Um, we have about 40, 41, 44 on the ground, and they basically have been moving from one province to the other in as far as also channeling this. But in with also additionally, our the department wrote to each province. We requested, we had numerous engagements and forums with each province. We asked them, we, this was channeled through the, uh, the, premier, the office of the premier. And then we asked that as and when we convene the meetings, they must bring with them the relevant officials um, in terms of either, whether it's going to be economic development or the arts and culture. And then additionally, we also requested that they must bring on the all the 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 the, the municipality representative um, as well as yes um, managers um, across all the municipalities that they have in that particular. So it actually zoomed all the way down beyond even district um, district based. And then additionally. Uh, our our communications packages and information. We held posters at SAPO. We also dished out individual pamphlet. We did this at schools, um, at the post offices, um, and we also ensured because we needed to ensure that it's it's inclusive. We did them in all eleven languages, um, and the and the communication that we've been broadcasting in the community radio stations, whether it's going to be through the adverts. Um, as we said, we asked them to read out these, these posters. We identified the languages um, spoken in a particular um, community and ensured that the broadcast um, was sufficiently covering all of them. We also um, procured segments within radio in terms of the talk show um, to then really go into detail speaking about the BDM project um, as well. Over and above that, prior to us switching off, um, the, the broadcasters have been running what we call the CD, CG messaging, which is basically the messaging that runs at the bottom of the screen. And they've also been doing advertisements that will then inform communities that the country is switching off. Those who are qualifying um, should therefore go to the post office for registration. And subsequently we've refined that model to then even introduce a, a zero rated um, app um, where then someone, where one can go into a website and actually register um, wherever they at, and it, at, it is at the mobile charge. We also ran with the mobile operators, and I must show appreciations to them. We actually sent out SMS messages um, to to the to the in, um, to to the free to hold. In fact, it was to all the um, subscribers, um, not subscribers. Um, uh, sorry, the, the pay-as-you-go um, um, mobile uh, operate mobile uh, operate not mobile operators and in, in individuals. Apologies, I was trying to find the appropriate the, the correct word. So we gave out messages. Um, the messages were running every two weeks. 
Um, and it was, and there was a point in time where we increased the number, especially during that the period when we were actually under lockdown. And we noted that we were, it was conflicting um, with obviously the, the 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 COVID messages that were also running um, and also being sent out. But we continued to send out those messages um, in this part for those um, um, prepaid subscribers and. They, and, 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 and just to inform them again to then say we're switching off and providing the two alternatives. This then was over and above when the minister came in. Um, she held monthly briefings where she was also updating the communities and giving them various options as to how and where one, if you do not qualify, where you can go and get a, a decoder or to register. And for those who are qualifying indigenous households, where then they should go in terms of um, the registration. Our registration, um, honorable members, in fact, during this period, we initially had um, 1.1, just over close to 1.2, and it increased to 1.4 registered um, people who expressed interest in, in that. And that is what we've been doing in terms of rolling out the subsidized decoders across the, the provinces. The, the, the part of the revised model, the minister then agreed, um, set up a steering committee that consisted um, of all the broadcasters, both free to air as well as your commercial broadcasters. The model was then to say, even those commercial broadcasters, if they were to uh, in their in their in, to 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 catch any indigenous or um, um, households, we will then cross subsidize them, and and then even the installers, we increase the number of installers working with both commercial as well as private. Centec has gone out on a, an increased drive in order to 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 ensure, and this is one of the areas that I would like to to comment because we talk about the local um, empowerment. The installers, we, we were very deliberate working with the, the communities as well as the councillors to say, give us a database of your local installers because we really want to ensure that the community benefits. And we've, we've, we've captured a database of, of, of over 8,900 um, installers across the country. Um, this was still opened again in terms of because when we now move into provinces, then you would see an interest um, as people are driving in and installing to then say, where can I get, um, where can I go and register? Who qualifies? And even the installers, where can I go as I'm interested in terms of benefiting from, from this project? And therefore, they, they, that, was, that was still open in terms of the installers up until um, I left to check, on, but Monday it was still open. And, and then the registration itself for those who still would like is still open, um, honorable members. The principle has been um, that anyone who comes in to, to still to register, we would still then, if you qualify, we'll provide you with the, um, the, the device or the set-top box, and it will come and be installed um, in your house. The only slight difference is that those who registered, who had registered, 
before the 31st of October, they would be installed prior to switch off. However, those who registered post 31st um, October, meaning from the 1st of November last year, we still commit and to say that we will, they will be um, provided with the uh, with a set top box. Perhaps then it would be a, a period of three to six months, depending on where you're at in the country. But in certain other provinces, for example, where we've already done extensive work, I know, for example, in Pumalanga, those who are still had even just said I've registered two weeks ago, that was in, in, in November, they have now received um, their, their device. So we've done the switch off um, in the five provinces. We still have four provinces um, remaining. Then we need to come to the, the court case. Um, ETV had put towards the court um, honorable members to then say they won the number of um, the, the number of households um, or indigenous people households um, qualify or who are free to air. They were disputing that particular number. Secondly, they're saying then there's potentially more indigenous households than the numbers that we have. And we've said to our arguments in court was until such, we cannot base it on assumption. We've done this program. The information is there in the post office. We've done the public awareness on numerous platforms, as I said, reaching them through mobile, reaching them through the radio and, and reaching them through other awareness programs, working with the community um, leaders. And until such time that the people come forward, we cannot work on an assumption because it would be fruitless expenditure, honorable members, if we went and we procured the 2.5 million devices at 1,200 rands each and then they would be sitting um, in this in the supper warehouse or in, in a store somewhere and, and government will then have to um, incur the burden of, 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 of that if then we don't have the recipients. The, and as such, the court dismissed um, the ETV, ETV's case in that matter. The the, the 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 court also then um, indicated that um, owing to the fact that we were still doing the the installation in the in the other provinces and looking at the time factor because it was supposed to be the switch off was supposed to be in 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 end of this month um, which would have been tomorrow they then afforded the minister um, three three months. Um, maximum period for then to ramp up the outstanding 500 or less, which is less now, um, um, indigenous households that we needed to ensure that we install. And then they gave the go-ahead that the switch off um, can then commence um, end of June. And therefore the ETV case um, was then dismissed um, and dismissed with cost. Um, they had to pay for 50% cost um, to the, for the minister's um, legal representative and then 100% to for the cost for ICASA as well as the chairperson of ICASA as well as Vodacom who was then a party um, supporting the, the minister. Um, so, honourable members, I just want to indicate that this programme 
as you would all know, has been in existence in South Africa, in fact, since 2004, where we committed to then um, be part of um, the, the group that would switch off by 2012. It was then shifted to 2015. Um, South Africa never applied. As a department, we always consult extensively with the broadcasters or anyone owing spectrum. We have a spectrum forum. We convene um, quarterly sessions, even during in between periods of what we call the World Radio Conference. So prior to 2015, South Africa had an opportunity to indicate if it was not going to meet the ITU um, um, deadline. The implications have been vast, um, honorable members. Outside of the loss that we've had um, in as far as the country moving forward, in as far as the, the digital um, transformation, we are sitting still at a risk that if there's an interference with, in terms of signal uh, frequencies with any of our neighbors, we are forced to actually shut down our frequencies in the country until such time that we're able to resolve and there's no interference. So you can imagine the, the magnitude of this in as far as also other services that are requiring um, this frequency. And then lastly, now that the auctioning has proceeded, these spectrum bands, as the regulator has indicated, are no longer basically owned by the broadcasters. They've been given um, a three-month period up until end of June um, for them then to bring back, not that they won't have, but they will be reallocated the bands in according and in uniformity with the rest of Africa and as well as the rest of Region 1 to which then we, we, we agreed to. And all the parties, um, including ETV, has been actively participating in our spectrum um, engagements in the department as a country. And also they've been participating in the steering committee that has been led by the minister. It was rather unfortunate that it led to that, that it, it was taken to the courts. But now that we have then the court ruling and outcome, um, we then hope that all parties will then concede and agree then to what then the terms and the conditions that the court has set forward. Um, that is the, the main issue that um, in terms of the, the mediate, as a department would like to commit to then say, our teams remain being on the ground. Um, the installations are continuing. We are still working with the SABC in as far as it's the SABC that will give us the go ahead as to when then the transmitting sites are being switched off. That has always been the model and the formula. The SABC was the one that gave us the go ahead in terms of switching off on the five um, provinces that we've switched off. And we're therefore also, um, once we've reached the particular threshold in as far as the agreement, um, then they will give us the signal to switch off um, in the remaining provinces. Um, honorable members, honorable chair, I'd like to end there and hand back to you. Thank you. Thank you, TG. CFO, the issue of transfers. Yes. Um, yeah, thank you, Honourable Chair. Um, 
Yeah, Chair, I, I would like to um, to re-emphasize uh, and also what the Acting DG has indicated regarding the fiscal dumping. Just to indicate that this is not the case of fiscal dumping uh, because on the 15 million, the exercise of identifying the savings commenced um, even before uh, the conclusion of the adjustment budget. So the letter from SAPO was received uh, before uh, though that process. So that's why then we also needed to get the approval of National Treasury uh, to increase the transfers um, on, the, or, or on, the, on the transfers to SAPO so that this money can be paid um, to SAPO. So the 15 million to SAPO was paid in uh, January. And um, then also on the, uh, uh, um, um, uh, the, the second phase now, of identifying the savings, uh, the that that exercise commenced uh, in December, uh, following the um, uh, the when we projected the, uh, the 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 budget or in the expenditure um, due to the some of the of the in fact due, due to the change in direction. As the ADG has indicated, some of the projects uh, could not continue. Therefore, there were uh, savings that were realized from those projects, as well as um, 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 uh, before COVID, uh, there were um, the budget under travel and accommodation would be fully utilized by the department. But now we noticed that during um, COVID, then there were huge savings under travel and accommodation due to the restrictions. So then we also needed to get the approval of National Treasury to also increase uh, the transfers so that those funds can be um, 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 transferred to support to assist with the financial pressures. So it is not an exercise that we started um, uh, recently. Uh, we have been working on this, uh, 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 considering the financial pressures that are faced by um, um, SAPO. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, CFO. Uh, thank you, DG. Colleagues, uh, this is the revised plan from the department. I don't know whether DG you deliberately decided to avoid the question of things that uh, you can share with us instead of relying on the media that are uh, public domain or you want the minister to lead in the, when it comes to those issues. Uh, I'll give you that opportunity. That's the only thing that I think uh, uh, you left out when you're dealing with all the questions. Otherwise, you have answered all questions asked by one of DJ. Um, thank you, thank you, Chair. I'm not so sure which uh, which matter is in the environment. Um, perhaps you could just kindly is remind the me, of, and then is, I'll... is the issue of uh, SABC and what has been submitted as uh, 
plans to parliament and uh, the meeting that has to happen with uh, the department so that uh, those things can be corrected. Uh, I thought you were going to share with us so that we have a better understanding. Okay. Um, No, thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, I I did touch on the the issue briefly, but the... The, the, the minister on the 7th um, or late on the 7th received a letter from the SABC to, um, to which then the, 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 the SABC was highlighting um, concerns that they, they had um, within as far as the, the revenue loss. Um, the minister responded um, to then seek clarity as to what they mean by revenue loss, because in our, as you would also would have, in our, um, the submissions that the SABC makes quarterly, as well as the, we have a monthly turnaround meeting with them. Um, It was reflected that the revenue um, loss was actually even prior to us switching off. Um, the revenue uh, lost by the SABC was experienced in 2020 um, from September, October to the, until, until December. It picked up in December, but then it declined again in January. And we only started the switch off um, honorable members um, in, in, in November, uh, December, January. And therefore, it was, it, it was outside of that period that they were claiming. So the minister, out of concern, sought clarity from the SABC and also then highlighted to them that in the engagements that we've had with them, um, there was a strategy which, which the department was at the forefront and spearheaded it to then say, how do you reposition the SABC in the digital once we've migrated? And what are then the opportunities? And in that regard, um, we, the SABC, working with the SABC, we sought to request um, some, um, we made some applications to National Treasury um, for, um, that, for example, that the SABC can be um, exonerated in terms of the in terms of TV, um, sorry, in, 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 in terms of the PFMA, and that request um, with strong motivation from us, we received a favorable response um, from, from National Treasury. And, um, and then, so then the minister waited. The SABC in re- instead um, of then the response um, to the minister issued a, a public, um, the minister's letter was sent on the, 20, on the 24th. Um, this, the morning of the 25th, SABC issued a statement um, and publicly then indicating that they are, um, they are, they have, they're not participating in terms of the switch off. And they subsequently also um, wrote to Centec instructing them um, on the same. It came as a, as a shock and also subsequent thereafter. Uh, parts or areas where the minister was being cited um, were then in the public domain, um, honorable members. And the minister uh, and the department review this as a breach in terms of the relations between the two. I think then the minister, uh, honorable uh, 
Chair and Honourable Members, maybe if another opportunity arises, can then articulate this. But our main concern at the moment is if then the SABC remains um, resolute in terms of their statement, then it means there's a disjuncture, um, Honourable Members, in as far as the annual reports um, that we have been tabled or the quarterly as well as annual reports that have been um, tabled. And the minister had then written to the speaker as well as the chair, just to caution to say, there is this particular matter that is being dealt with. The minister is still going to sit with the SABC to clarify the matter, but just so that the minister is not being seen as she's the one who tabled these reports as misleading parliament, then she would like to provisionally withdraw um, the annual and the quarterly reports that the SABC has tabled until such time that there is proper clarity and that the SABC is able then to also clarify their position in terms of what they meant in the letter to the minister about the revenue um, loss. Thank you, thank you, thank you, DJ. Thank you. Uh, we always say, in the absence of such information, those uh, perception will become reality. So that is why we thought it will be good for us to for you to uh, share with us as uh, uh, the relevant committee, so that you are able to understand what's going on. Colleagues, this is the situation in terms of the revised plan. We've asked questions. Uh, the department has clarified us when it comes to all the questions that we have asked. Uh, not unless there's any other thing that is uh, missing, I think we. Chairperson. Honorable Arnold. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, can uh, I, I also want to find out if we, if the committee can also be provided. Uh, with a detailed report, they can it can be um, uh, written response also in terms of the distribution of the 3.2 million vouchers, and then also the 970 um, broad, uh, broadband sites. Uh, if the committee can be provided with a report on that, chairperson. Thank you. A detailed Thank you. Report. I don't think there will be any problem. Uh, uh, Honourable uh, allow me, honourable members, to take this opportunity to thank uh, you, DG. We know that, uh, and uh, honourable members, uh, we've got our own program. It's a provincial week. We're assessing the state capacity to provide uh, services to different communities. But be that as it may, we decided that it will be in order for us to get the revised plan from the department. That is why the meeting is at this time. We thank you, TG, and your team for being able to be part of uh, uh, this meeting. Not unless, uh, let me start with you, TG, for your parting shots. Thank you, thank you, Chair, and thank you to the honorable members, and thank you very much for also accommodating us in, for us then to be able to table the revised plan. And we really truly appreciate. Thank you. And Chair, we will provide the detailed report as requested um, by Honorable Arnold. Thank you. Thank you, TG. Thank you for availing your team uh, in this uh, 
awkward uh, hour. We know that uh, it's a hectic now. A lot of things are happening. But with that as it may, you decided to avail your team and uh, present the revised plan to the committee. Honorable members, thanks for availing yourself and participating in this very important meeting of the select committee. Otherwise, I now officially declared the meeting closed. Thank you. Thank you, Chair Papa. Thank you, Mama. Recording stopped.